What's up, guys? It's me again, Gabby, your lovely host. So, sitting at home, whenever I sit down to do my podcast, my dog likes to take the opportunity to play fetch because I'm sitting in one place and that's not typical. So, if you hear strange noises during the recording, it is Daredevil Sasha chasing one of her babies. If you want a little 411 of my dog, she's pretty much the coolest dog ever. Um, She does think she's a daredevil. She likes to jump across and on top of things that she should probably not. She's eight pounds of sass and personality and attitude. Um, And she's a love sponge. Like, will suck every ounce of affection she can out of anyone who is nearby. So there's that. All right, so tonight, despite my uplifting intro about my doggy, I'm gonna get into a serious topic because I've had a rough couple of days and wanna talk about basically two types of people. These are the two types that I see most commonly when it comes to uh, relationships and taking risks and business and stuff like that um okay so type one type one is the afraid to settle in hopes of finding the grass is greener type i'm one of those types when it comes to work business uh jobs stuff like that i've always been one of those people that i really hate jobs i i don't like doing the same thing every single day and being uh it's just too monotonous for me and routine and i get bored easily of short attention span gemini you know it is what it is you know they always say you only have one life yada 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 like you've heard that a thousand times if you only have one life why would you want to spend almost two-thirds of that life doing something that you don't think is super fucking cool. And most people don't think their jobs are super fucking cool. Most people hate their jobs. It's a sad reality. I mean, listen to Gary Vaynerchuk, listen to Tony Robbins, listen to you know any of these inspirational, motivational, Tim Ferriss kind of guys, right? They, they preach about finding your passion and doing something you love and not settling and not spending your life miserable and I wholeheartedly agree with them. Do I think it's easy to do that? No. Um, People are scared. People are scared of uh, making mistakes. They're scared of ridicule, being judged. I don't know, like their parents, their friends, their social circle judging them. A great example is what I'm doing right now. I, tons of people ask me, what do you do? I think that's such a shitty question to ask if it's like the first three questions you ask a person, first of all. Because a lot of times what you do really doesn't define who you are at all. Um, In my case, the answer is so convoluted and, you know, hard for me to explain because, okay, so what do I do? I am trying now to do what makes me tick, what makes me feel 
I'm making some kind of an impact, what makes me feel like I'm leaving some kind of mark or legacy, and what makes my heart feel full, which is talking to people, helping people, giving people advice, and trying to help people sort through their bullshit, because everybody has a lot of bullshit. So my answer is always, well, I'm basically building a platform to help people and fulfill my happiness. And they look at me like, what? Like most people expect you to go, well, I'm a dentist or I'm, you know, I went to school for psychology. I'm a psychologist. No, I, I don't like to fit in people's boxes. I've always been a little rebellious when it comes to that. Maybe, um, you know, I abhor authority. I don't want to spend the most, the majority of my life being ordered around or told what to do or, or, um, following directions of someone else and making someone else a bunch of money. And then, you know, going home with a menial ass paycheck and not being happy. That, that sounds terrible. It sucks. And I've, I've tried a million different types of jobs and they all suck in my opinion. So some jobs I will say, like if you have a passion to be a doctor or a passion to be a lawyer and justice is your thing, or, you know, there are certain jobs that are extremely personally fulfilling and that people have passions for. And I thank God for those people. I have a little bit of ADD when it comes to committing to doing one thing every day, like forever. So that's why I'm, I'm mixing it up and I'm, I'm trying some different things and some of them are probably gonna fail and some of them are hopefully gonna work. And the reason why it took me so long to get to this point is because I, like I said, I was afraid of being judged, of uh, being ridiculed if I failed. And I guess when I got to the age that I'm at now, you know, the ripe old age of, well, I'll just let you use your imagination. I was like, I, I don't really care what people think anymore. I, on one end, I care a ton what people think and I want to help clarify and explain anything I can. And on the other hand, if someone doesn't get me or doesn't agree with me or, you know, doesn't support me, I'm okay with it. And I didn't used to be. I used to be, all right, as a kid, super shy, scared to talk, very scared of other people. Um, I was bullied a lot. I was abused as a kid, yada, yada. You know, we could go into this whole thing. But um, the point is, it took me many years to have a voice and to be outspoken and to not be afraid to, to say my opinion not be afraid to be honest. And I will tell you one thing. If I could write something on my tombstone, if I could have one mantra that like defines how I feel about life, it's that the only way you're ever going to find true happiness and really find your groove is to be transparent. People are like, what's transparent? Okay, transparency is literally not giving a fuck what anyone thinks and being yourself 24/7. Like I said in the last uh the last episode talking about authenticity, it's very similar. Let your life be transparent. 
if people don't like it, it's okay. There's 8 billion of them. They're not all going to like you. They're not all going to agree with your choices. They're not all going to agree with your relationship. They're not all going to agree with your job. They're not going to agree with your lack of a job. They're not going to agree with your lifestyle. Who gives a fuck? So, as I said, type 1 is is the type that, you know, has a little bit harder time, like me, settling because I, I, I could do a ton of shit. Like I, you know, I was always good in school. I could have went to college and, and gotten my PhD and sat in an office and been very successful and charged people by the hour. And as soon as that person walks out of that room, I don't give a, I don't give a shit about them. How do I know that's how it works? Because I've been to therapists. I've been to therapists where as soon as that hour is over that you're paying them for, you no longer exist. They don't give two fucks about you. I really hate to say that. They care in maybe a macro sense, like a larger sense, like, yes, I want to help people, like that's in their little brain. But in the micro sense of like two human beings, one of them sharing their most deepest, darkest, hurt, most hurtful things sometimes, they don't care after you stop paying them. They're not going to call you if you disappear off the grid and don't make any more appointments and be like, are you okay? I'm not saying all of them, but I will say the vast majority of people in that particular field. And I'm talking about that particular field because that's the field that I almost went into, right? And I almost followed the straight and narrow. I almost did, you know, the textbook definition of go to school, work for someone else, build your career, make money, get a 401k. Like literally that makes me want to like take a nap. I just can't. On top of that, I care in the macro sense and the micro sense. So I know for a fact that I would be that doctor that if one of my patients stopped showing up or stopped making appointments, I would be on the hunt for them. I would be so fucking worried. I would be calling them. I would be so concerned. And I, there's no way that I could <laughs> stay within ethical, you know, legal guidelines. And I wasn't okay with that. So I said, fuck that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm going to, I'm going to try something else. I'm going to go way outside the box. I'm going to do something that probably nobody is going to understand and nobody's going to get, but you know what? I'm going to try it 10 different ways. And one of those ways is going to work. And when it works, it's going to be amazing. Some people would say, that is so scary. How could you do that? It's so much easier to just follow the structured path. You know, go work for someone else, show up to work every day at 8 a.m. You know, be kind of, I mean, I hate to say this, but be a sheep. And I think a lot of people are sheeps because they're scared. They're so scared. They're scared of their parents judging them. Like I said, they're scared of their husband and their wife. They're scared of their friends. Whatever it is, you're worried about other people's opinion, hence why you don't take risks and you don't pick the scary choice or pick the difficult choice. Now let's, let's transfer this into relationships. 
again, I am one of those people, which is why I am in my 30s and unmarried, but completely a hopeless romantic, very traditional. And it's like, how did that happen? Well, I'll tell you how it happened. I cannot settle. I cannot I only want to get married once and I want it to be I want it to be right and even if it's one of those relationships and one of those marriages that nobody understands that you know my circle of friends are like what is going on my parents are like um are you sure I need to be sure I need to be a hundred percent I need to know that I'm not settling in any way You know, I've met a lot of people in my adult life and I've dated several people. And I can honestly say I I didn't end up with them because I couldn't settle. And, you know, even the ones that I feel like had the potential to be the one um, the work that was necessary to get to that point, they weren't willing to do. And so I don't mind the work. Now that I'm doing my own platform and my own thing and I'm, I'm, I'm sort of creating my own lane, it's a lot of work. I get up really early in the morning. Some days I have no idea what the F I'm doing. And I'm making lists and I'm trying to, um, to organize my day. And it's difficult. It's not structured. And it takes creativity and it takes um, motivation and it takes hard work and I think it's the same thing in a relationship if you're in a relationship with someone and the love is there the chemistry is there the intimacy is there the connection is there but there's some issues there's some roadblocks then do the work. Do the work. You know, nobody ever got anything mind-blowingly great by it being easy. Nobody. Ever. And I think a lot of people are are entitled and um, they feel like, you know, their relationship should be like ready-made mac and cheese. You know, it's just going to be perfect and there's going to be... And if it's not perfect they give up. It's very sad. To me, I'll, I'll, I'd rather wait for the, the amazingness and then work on the differences, work on the little speed bumps, rather than find someone who seems perfect in everyone else's eyes and, and looks good on paper and makes everyone else happy and seems socially like the good choice. You know, the parents love them, the friends love them. Oh, they're just so, you know, cookie cutter perfect. But you're settling because you're missing, you're missing the scary part. I think when you meet your soulmate, you meet the person that really kind of changes the way you, you feel about love it's supposed to be scary. It's supposed to shake you up. It's supposed to change you. And it's supposed to be 
something that you work on and for together. A lot of people with social media these days, they want things to look a certain way. They want to portray an image like, oh, look at my partner and me. Look how happy we are. Look how um, great of a job they have. Look how, you know, they're doing this and they're doing that. Look, let me show them off and look how, how perfect I'm going to make everything seem. And then behind closed doors, the connection, the passion, the, the scary part is missing. I want the scary part. I want the part that's like, fuck, I've never met anyone like you and no one's ever made me feel the way that you make me feel. And even if my mother doesn't like it, my father doesn't like it, my friends don't like it, it's not for them to understand. So that's type one. I'm type one when it comes to life pretty much. I cannot settle. Every time I've tried, I've ended up very, very unhappy and I've felt trapped and I've felt like I was living for someone else's expectations or a lot of other people's expectations. So type two. Type two are the people who have to conform. They are scared not to. So like I'm scared to conform. They're, the, the, the second type are scared not to conform. They are overly concerned with how things look. They are overly concerned with the way you're supposed to do things and the way things are supposed to be. And I guess I've never really understood those kind of people because I'm like, who made the rules of supposed to? Society? People that, you know, lived different lives before us? I mean, every year, every, you know, decade, the world changes. Cultures change. Human beings change. Trends change. Um, family dynamics change. If you look at how things were in the 50s or, you know, the 20s, I mean, they're vastly different than what they are now and they're going to keep evolving and, and we have evolved so far from where, you know, the original people or the original records of the people existed. And if, if you're so constantly worried about making a mistake or making a decision that other people don't agree with, how are you ever really living your life? How are you ever really living for you? I'm going to go back to what I said in the very beginning, which is super cliche. You only live one life. And the people that are scared to make the the hard decisions, the ones that are scared of the work that is involved in the scary decisions, the ones that are scared not to conform, they're scared to let down their mom or to um, let down their friends or to make a decision that their friends or their family don't approve of, they are going to just live their entire life with regret. 
And then at the end of their life, when there's no more time left to change those decisions or to, or to take the risks, it's going to be a very sad day for them. They're not going to look back and feel good about the years they spent on this earth. And I, I think that it's the saddest, it's the saddest thing that I can think of. Literally, it's the saddest thing I can think of. No matter what background you have, no matter how bad your childhood was, no matter what happened to your parents, you know, if they were married for 50 years or if they got divorced when you were a teenager or if you were abused when you were, no matter what, you have the ability once you become an adult to make any decision that you want to live any life that you want, as long as it doesn't hurt other people, right? Okay, so why would you, knowing that, knowing that you have that power, you have the power to to be with anyone you wanna be with, to work doing whatever it is that you love doing, to live however you want, knowing you have that power, how could you be afraid and not take advantage of that simply because you're worried about what other people think. I guess that's the whole basis of, of, today's, of today's episode. That don't be afraid of risk. Don't be afraid of the scary decision. Don't be afraid of the unpopular choices. Because the people who end up making a difference, the people who end up having rock star relationships that just are completely, you know, fulfilling and passionate and exciting and loving and amazing are not the people who were afraid. They were the people that said, fuck it. I'm gonna do what makes me happy regardless of what it looks like to other people, regardless of what it looks like on Facebook, regardless of what it looks like to my mom. I just, I've had a rough couple of days coming to terms with the fact, you know, that sometimes you can care about people who are type two and you're type one and you just watch them struggle and you watch them be scared and you watch them settle and you have no power you have no control over what other people do it's a very important thing to remember the only thing that you can do is try your very best to make sure you live your life for you and nobody else. And um, I think that starts with courage. I think that's where it starts. All right, guys, I am going to, uh, I'm actually moving tomorrow and pretty excited about it. New cozy little place and uh, also move somewhere a little quieter than where I am now. I am a super light sleeper and it sucks. So 
I've got some packing to do tonight, so I'm gonna get that done and just enjoy my solitude. I hope you guys have a lovely evening. Took something from this, as always, that's my goal, is not to just ramble on, but for it to hit home for, even if just one person, I'm okay with that, but hopefully more. I will talk to you guys sometime midweek. Good night, balls.